you guys. Welcome to Keeping Up with Cash. It's your host, Cash Money Morgan. Um, if you're watching online, uh, you may have noticed that we are again in a different location. This one's actually kind of special. It's my childhood home. So we're currently sitting in our living room. Behind me is like seven different kind of guitars that my dad plays. My favorite one is definitely the second one, the blue one. I'm a big fan of her. She's so cute. Um, I have a definite special guest tonight, but I also have another guest. Um, it's my favorite dog in the whole world, Buddy. Any any words you want to say? He said he's he said he's a good boy. Yeah. So he's just straight chilling. He's so cute. Oh my gosh, Slay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but tonight's special guest is someone that I've had the pleasure to know most of her entire life so everyone please give a big warm welcome to my sister lauren <laughs> welcome to the podcast lauren thank you for having me lauren and i have definitely already fought this little christmas weekend not as but bad as last year that's true not as bad as last year and sisters fight like that's just what happens yeah um it's just a matter of like am i gonna pull her hair out this time or not and thankfully we've never fought like that we did fight. We did have some pretty gnarly ones in high school, though, I would say. But more so, like, I would say we, we fought with our words more than physically. Oh, no. Lauren and I are, like, online cyber bullies. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna ever try to square up. We don't do that. That's no. our brother, for sure. 100%. Um, well, welcome, Lauren, to the podcast. I, um, first of all, just traveling to Wisconsin itself with this whole Christmas time was absolutely nuts. And I'm going to talk about all of that during the solo pod episode. Um, we're also recording at like 1130 and I have a 3am like I have to get up at 3am for a flight so you know just for just balling out like it's it's a yeah. cool vibe um, but yeah so Christmas all of that's going to be recapped in the solo pod uh, but I wanted to get Lauren on the podcast just because I think this past year for her was pretty big a lot of major things kind of happened um, and obviously, you know, the fact that I have a podcast, I'm a very strong personality. And I think growing up with that, too, can be kind of challenging. And so there's a few things we kind of want to hit in this episode. But uh, Lauren, obviously, I know you more than anyone in this world, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but why don't you just give my podcast listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay, so hi, I am Morgan's younger sister. Um, born and raised Green Bay, Wisconsin, just as Morgan. I am the middle child of this Pagel family. Um, I am a licensed esthetician working in Minnesota right now. Um, I am in school as well, part-time and working part-time. I just went to school for my furthering my license and such. So it's been a lot. I had one day off for a couple months and I had to message my manager and told her I was going to burn out a bit. But yeah, I live with my best friends right now. Nothing too crazy. Um, I'm probably more of the more shy-ish sister than you would say with Morgan, but I am very outgoing, surprisingly, when I'm not near Morgan. And I think it's genuinely just like what happened when we grew up. But yeah, it's a little bit about me. Love to read. Yeah, Love nice. music. Good. We like all those things. Very nice. Um, so Lauren graduated high school right when the pandemic kind of hit and being home was really difficult for all of us obviously um but can you kind of talk about how you know graduating during the pandemic how that affected your life and then as you chose esthetician like how did you make all of those difficult decisions kind of when the world felt like it was falling apart 
Yeah, so um, I chose to be an esthetician um, actually before COVID even started. It was the summer of my junior year. I I remember the day very, very vividly. I watched Vampire Diaries all day and mom said to get out of the house and I was very upset with that. So I went and drove around and I was so stressed about every college I went to. I didn't like everything. No major stuck out to me or anything like that, but I always loved makeup growing up. And um, I was like, well, what can I do with that? I live in Green Bay. And I remember just driving around and praying and being like, okay, I can't do this. Like, I can't go to college. I have zero peace about it. I remember praying and I was like, God, if this is going to happen, you have to make it really, really clear. And then after I prayed that, all these doors opened for me. I found a school immediately. They had financial aid. Um, I had an like, internship job-ish thing. I was basically just a receptionist, but at a salon. And that helped me learn a lot. Like, oh, I didn't want to do hair. I wanted to just do skin and makeup. And yeah, so I went into that year of high school knowing what I wanted to do and pretty secure in that. And so that gave me a lot of peace. But then, yeah, so it was March my senior year when everything hit. And honestly, in the beginning, I was like, oh, cool, this is perfect. Like, I need a break. We didn't get a spring break that year. So I was like, okay, perfect. And I just really needed to just check out from school. And it was fine. But I remember Morgan was home. And rip. (laughs) I remember you literally telling me because I... I wouldn't be okay, but I was just more so just numb to all of it. And you're like, if I were you, I'd be so upset. Like you're missing prom, you're missing all of this. And then like, I don't know, everyone was like, oh, I'd be so upset if I were you. And so then I kind of let that really upset me. And that whole couple months were awful. And then um, near that, the beginning of that summer, I lost all my friends. Some like breakup kind of happened. And so I was more so depressed at the fact that I didn't have friends at that time and the world was over and I had a job and I didn't have anyone else. And so that was really difficult. But like once school was over, I was checked out. I didn't really care about prom. I didn't care about anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And in in our family, you know, you were the first grandkid to not go to traditional college. And obviously... You know, we don't know our brother's plans, Rip. But um, it's just one of those things where, you know, that was probably kind of challenging to have to navigate, first of all, what you're really passionate about. And then second of all, you know, having to communicate that to so many people. Because I think, you know, as Gen Z is getting older, traditional college is becoming less and less popular as people are starting their own businesses and things like that. But we're still in this middle ground of, you're supposed to go to college after you graduate high school, you know? Yeah, for sure. Did you feel any, like, backlash from anyone when you kind of made that first decision? Nothing from our parents. They were very, very supportive because I truly loved doing this my whole life. But um, I did have to meet with my grandparents because they do help us out with college a bit. So I made, like, a little spreadsheet and had to sit my grandpa down and say, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. This is what I want to pursue. And then I ended up meeting so many influential people around the town who had feedback on like, oh yeah, I can pay my bills. I have no issue there. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, do you mind letting me know like the income that I can be aware of and like all that. So I had to go show that to my grandparents. And of course my grandma's like, oh my gosh, a beautician. And my grandpa's like, well, you better take care of yourself, you know? Right. And like, which is great advice, of course, but I didn't feel unsupported. It was just a field that they're not familiar with. But no, I truly think I lucked out on the support area. I did not have anyone really question me. 
I do think um, working in the service industry, I've dealt with people kind of looking down upon me. I think servers and like wait staff can relate to that where they just kind of see you as the help the help yeah yeah for sure yeah i totally get that and i mean i think sometimes even as people like we sometimes forget that you know people are people and not just yeah this is my server this is my you know facial person you know all those things um so obviously you know when you first started doing esthetician you know you were living at home and you said that you lost a lot of your friends you know i think it's pretty common for some people not to know what to do right after high school and they kind of just stay at home and i know you know as your sister that was a really difficult time for you yeah um there's about to be some this dog i'm sitting this dog is on my lap and he like me often has commitment issues what are you doing you're gonna stay you're gonna go try to push him down sit dog Okay, well, he's just going to do his own thing. Um, anyways, so, you know, after you graduated high school, you did stay home for a while. Yeah. And you didn't have a lot of friends. And I was, you know, living in a different state. And I just think it is so hard to kind of be a full adult and, like, live with your parents. Like, I struggle in that aspect. And so, in your experience, what... This dog is crazy. I swear, yeah. if he goes to the bathroom on me, I'm going to cry. Um, so, you know, like, what... <laughs> was kind of your experience in that aspect and because a lot of times that's what people do when they graduate high school you know they don't know yeah so i um my school was supposed to start in the fall there he goes okay yeah Uh, they always leave they always but you know what they always come back they do (laughs) so my school starts slay (laughs) i was like where is that coming from um so my school was supposed to start in the fall but it ended up getting pushed back till january i was really bummed out about it and so turns out that actually worked out good because my mom was telling her coworkers about that and they were like oh my gosh i'm gonna help lauren so they set me up with phenomenal connections ended up being my first job in the field but at that time um yeah so I just worked two jobs and I had a boyfriend at the time and he was like my only friend and so I basically just worked hung out with him kind of made the best of it and then school started and I I loved it for the most part it definitely was I loved learning I was such a nerd in it which is so embarrassing but I made such great we're all a nerd at things that we're passionate about yeah, I guess. But. Lauren, I carry my own ping pong paddle, Lauren. You're telling yeah. me that's cool? No, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> I know what it is. Um, yeah, but I loved I loved learning. I loved working on people. I was so ready to work in that field. And so then after um, school, I kind of just had the sense of like, okay, I think my relationship with my boyfriend is ending. I have, I don't know what to do anymore, but I had this great job coming up. Like everything in my life was changing and I had all like all these new responsibilities and new anxieties. And, like, that's when I feel like I actually was an adult. Like, after school ended, after I passed all my boards, I was like, okay, cool. We're working. We're doing our thing. And it was okay. Like, the job I had, I was learning a lot. I was learning a lot of how to do eyelash extensions, which is nothing I personally, like, sought after. But it was a a mentorship situation. And so I'd be foolish not to take that education. And I learned so much. And I'm so grateful for that. But it got to be pretty hard when I just wasn't nailing it. And everything I did, I felt so bad about because I just couldn't do it. And, um, yeah, I think around October. What do you, I don't understand. You're saying you feel bad because you can't, because you couldn't do it. Like, I wasn't proud of that work that I did. Mm. Like, I would do a client as a model and then 
I couldn't nail a good set or I couldn't do them safely or correctly. And like, it's something it just like, I didn't click in my head. And it's like a very technique sort of thing. And I couldn't get it until six months in. So that I had six months of just straight training. I was making barely any money, just living at home. And then I didn't have enough clients for anything. So my days would be like, I'd have a week with three people, which is crazy to now how I have like days with eight people. Yeah. And um, I had too much time on my hands. And I didn't have any friends really in the city. I had like some that came home from college or a couple, but no, no one close. So I just hung out with my mom and dad. Yeah. And I got really into reading, which is cool, but it really is just like an escape from reality. And um, that's kind of like living here was kind of what pushed me to move was around January. I had a month where I could not get out of bed, basically. Like I applied for random jobs, got nothing try to be a leasing agent yeah that's i can't see you being good at that no offense well i think you're pretty good <laughs> i got a second interview Laura and i kind of make fun of each other all the time and don't get me wrong sometimes we go cry about it secretly but we both did this week, we so just okay. we know our strengths and we know our weaknesses yeah. and lauren is like the the no. chill pill of our family but also i will say you never really see me in social interactions like I don't know. I took the Myers-Briggs test recently with my friends and I got the entertainer and I was shocked. That isn't, that is shocking. I know. I, that's what I, I get. I was shocked. And I was like, no, this is, can't be right. So I retook it again. Got the entertainer. But you know, what's fascinating is people's personalities can change. So you could have taken that personality test four years ago and you yeah. would have gotten something completely different. I did. I got the campaigner. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you get out of your environment, you try new things, you develop as a person. So it yeah. makes sense. Like, I, I think I'm a better person since moving. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so then, like, the whole move came about. I was really shaken up about it because I was like, holy crap, how do you just move? I have a license in one field of work. I have my, like, I have really good friends there, but I wasn't even friends with these people for a year yet. Right. So what drove you to wanting to just, so in your situation, in your story, you're saying you kind of sucked at doing lashes. Then after practice, you got good at it. You're building clientele slowly. So then what drove you to be like, oh my gosh, that's it. I need to move. Like, where did that clicks change? Yeah. So I was finally getting it, doing well, kind of building my clientele. And then I don't even know what it was, but in January, something just like, hit me and I think it was just like I was unyoked in certain relationships and I was terrified and I felt locked down at 20 years old and I was like holy crap I'm depressed and so are you you're saying you felt locked down do you feel that you were way too young to be in a relationship or do you feel that you were way too young and that you were in the wrong one well I'm talking about like business I started a business at 20 which is awesome but I never Green Bay was on my end goal right you're preaching to the choir, bro. <laughs> Great city for anyone looking, but Green Bay is honestly <laughs> such a vibe. It's just not my You have to leave to appreciate future it. Future vibe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so I like I always wanted to move. I always plan on not staying in here for school, but like you save so much money doing all that and I don't have any debt, so it's awesome. But Can't relate. <laughs> Continue. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so um for sure. So I just felt so enclosed here. And I was like, I can't just go somewhere. Like, I own a business here. Like, I'm my own employer. And oh my gosh, did my taxes freak me out. We're not even going to get into that. 
Good, because I don't really... Not to... No, it's not, I don't it's really not care. fun. It's, no, it's really not fun. But when you end up getting some letters from the IRS, just make sure you do hey, taxes At least correctly. you're getting a letter, Lauren. Okay, okay. Mom and dad didn't even send them to me. Somebody's <laughs> writing you a letter. I appreciate that, back. Yes, it's my probably a boy. I'm just kidding. No, for real. Okay, we want to know the final straw that drew you to Minnesota. That's what we want to know. Well, honestly... um, I had that month where I couldn't get out of bed and I was like, I need to go to church. And it was like a worship night. And our pastor was like, someone raise your, like, he was like, raise your hand if you need prayer. And I was like, well, I am doing awful. So I rose my hand. <laughs> I am barely breathing. <laughs> like so. I walked in and I was crying. So I was like, mine as well. Right. And, um, everybody has those days, you know, just, just go, this is how it goes. Yeah. And, uh, an awesome woman in our church started praying for me and prophesying over me. And then I had like multiple women come up and I had the feeling I was like, shifts are changing like things are happening and i felt really drawn to minnesota but i was like i need to go for the right motives not because i just want to be my friends so were your friends being like yo you should live with us like this and this or was the idea even there before you went to that prayer night um i mean i would visit some like my best friend molly lives there and i would visit her like once a month because i hated being home right yeah and i would always like fantasize like okay cool like what if i did live here and she'd be like i'm not pressuring you but i love it like she'd be like "Yeah." yeah And so that that was always an option. And then um, when I was like, okay, I'm going to like try to consider it. Like maybe I'll look at schools here and like all these things started happening. And um, sorry, what was the question? We all have ADHD (laughs) in our family and we're all not medicated. But it's kind of cool because like whatever. So so Molly's telling you like, yeah, yeah. you should live here. You're in this prayer night. You're crying your eyes out. Mascara everywhere. Yeah lash extensions are falling out what is going through your mind what's going through your mind well i was terrified because i had to tell my mentor one of my closest friends yeah that i needed to move and change how did that go well she's one of the best people i know so it went great but it still was one of the hardest things to do how do you tell someone you learned so much from i can't do this i need to move on and she 100 percent understood like everything that happened i felt supported i had like total it's like grace a, it's like a good little breakup like it's so oh my gosh yeah it's like one of those things where like i honestly i can't relate to this because i've never had like <laughs> this like it. super happy moment but like i feel like it's like one of those things when you were like high school sweethearts and then you would go to like different colleges across the country and you're like oh we love each other but like stop moving the mic Lauren. i'm so sorry i just want to i'll just edit that part out okay okay but stop doing it for real okay okay it's like one of those things where they're like oh well i want to go to you know school in ucla and i want to go to miami and it's like one of those things where they're like we love each other but we have to let each other go and yeah. so i think like in business that often happens because you know everyone's got to build their own thing everyone's kind of got to oh for sure when they need to go and, and we grow. were doing really cool creative stuff like we both loved doing photo shoots where i did the makeup she did the lashes and then she did the photography and i helped like coordinate like little details like i think if I could do that again someday for a magazine or anything like that, we were a phenomenal group for that. But again, in Green Bay, there's not really a You're need. You're limited. You're yeah. limited, yes. And um, I don't think I won't ever work with her again. I think I'll... Right. Like, th- that was one of the best connections I've ever made. I've learned so much. And I don't think I could have moved to Minnesota last year and been okay. Yeah. So then, when you're in this worship service, what was that final trigger that was like, just go? Well, <laughs> I told mom, and she's like, I'm already B13 school. <laughs> she's, like, I'm li- Slay. she's like, you need to get your license. Mom and- Slay. Yeah. No, she helped me a ton. Well, this happened in January, and I didn't end up even really considering it till March. So I just let... 
that's when I applied for all those jobs I didn't get. Right. Because I was like, I'm just going to ignore it. And then I was like, okay, if this is really going to happen, I need to have these conversations. Well, there actually was this dream esthetician job, like highest of the end. If you live here, you know about it. In Green Bay? No, um, it's in, it's like 40 minutes away from here. But someone recommended me to have an interview. And this is in March. And I didn't get the job because I didn't have any experience. Yeah. And I even like outside of the interview, I was like, that wasn't even me. Like, I wasn't being super professional. I was being very talkative, very all over, like, acting like I was a little 19-year-old girl. Yeah. And I was like, no, you own a business. Like, you know how to talk to people. Like, I was just ashamed of myself when I came out of there and I didn't get the job. And that was heartbreaking. But I also was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to be here anymore. Like, I'm done. I'm done with the city. Yeah. And so then I was planning on visiting Molly in Minnesota in April. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try out some schools see what happens and then I accidentally applied to a job not accidentally but I wanted to just like get coffee with them to see like what they were about and their stance and stuff yeah I got a second inter- interview when I, I can't even imagine like just getting coffee with someone in my <laughs> industry being like yeah. hey like it's so funny like from a corporate standpoint because it's definitely just, yeah. it's just very different but continue well yeah so I, I met up with them we really clicked and then they offered me the job and I was like oh cool like are we thinking in the summer and they're like no we're thinking next week yeah and I was like oh holy crap like this is happening so me and Molly had to share a room for like two weeks and that was really <laughs> that's a good friend that's pretty oh, real she's like yeah godsend and um yeah then one of their roommates ended up leaving for the summer so I got to sublease out of the basement I hate living in a basement no <laughs> I really fell too into place because I was like this needs to really happen make it clear yeah. and then it all really was and I was like well holy crap I guess we're moving and Mom and dad were like, you need to get out of the house. Yeah. You're too depressed. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, if you don't go to college, it's just you. It's hard to be a full adult when you're still living in your parents' house. Just well, having that yeah. independence, having the ability to make a decision of, like, well, this is what I want to do when I want to do it. Not having to consult someone else right away. Well, yeah. And they're like, I didn't even realize how much of a lack I didn't have friends affected me. I mean, I would go to Target and only see moms. I now go to Target and I see like 50 kids my age. Yeah. And it's just nice being around people who know what you're going through and like your 20s kind of suck, but they're also great. Right. And I don't know. I think it was so much of me trying to like compensate, but I so much of me just wanted to be young. Yeah. As you should be. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how the whole move happened. Kind of the long story of it. So, you know, switching over um, more of the business aspect, like moving from Green Bay to Minnesota, would you say that you were able to kind of rebuild your clientele and continue to do well or how did that kind of how does the business side of the esthetician look like yeah so i was pretty worried about that i completely lucked out the business and franchise i work is like the highest grossing whatever you say it's in a very um high-end town and starting out i had pretty big gaps in my schedules just because i was starting out but now i have pretty much a full day about nine ten clients a day and my books are full. It took me probably like three, four months. And a lot of my clients are people I don't know, but that's just the business I work in. Other right. places are different, but we're very much like catered to all. You can come in, get in two days notice, no problem. But I think I'm getting more repeats and such like that. But it, the money aspect, polar opposite from Green Bay. Like these people are wanting to take care of themselves, 
where I feel like in Green Bay, a lot of people are like, you know, it's special occasion, which I totally get. Yeah. The demand and the value of a facial is different there than it is here. It's all about demographic. 100%. And if you're going to live in a bougie, bigger city, you're going to have people that are constantly needing things like that on the go. You know, oh, it's it's honestly like they treat it like like some women don't like their nails done. So they're like, well, I'm going to pr- put it into facials then. Yeah. It's just like your version of self-care and some people just choose to do that. Yeah. 100%. So do you find it challenging at all, like being an esthetician and trying to have a certain number for money while also trying to go back into school? Because you said you're going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm not actually too worried. I'm working a lot. I'm still working 30 hours a week. And truly, I think I just have to be very limited with myself and be on a strict budget. But I have set up myself for the first couple months to be set. I think we'll give it to like two months and see how I feel. But yeah, I got I got a loan for school. So welcome, um, welcome to it. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna work to pay it off. But yeah, so right now financially, I think we're chilling. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to transition a little bit, and I told Lauren that she can't say anything mean about me. It's so bad because like we go through the motions. Like you know, I've been here now for. I don't know, like three or four days. And by the fourth day, we're kind of like, like, like I'm ready to go home. We're kind of ready to go home. And it's also like 1130. So if you're like, Morgan, are you seriously being so angry to Lauren? No, it's not like that. I'm just kind of tired. And a lot of dad jokes were said today. But um, so obviously, you know, Lauren, you touched on it for a second about, you know, how you're more extroverted now, which honestly, I just think does come with the aspect of like moving away and being a fully independent person. But I do have a lot of friends that have said, you know, when they have one friend that's a bit more extroverted than the others, they can't really get to have the opportunity to kind of express their own extrovertism. I've had multiple friends say that about certain things. And so, you know, your experience growing up with me, someone who is like super hyper independent, you know, what kind of has your experience been? And maybe like, what is an advice you would give to someone who is also, you know, maybe like a middle child kind of going through it? Yeah, um, I think more so growing up, it wasn't even that you were so outgoing. I think it was more so that people compared me to you all the time. It's true. And we do, Lauren and I are like two years apart and we do look we don't look super duper alike. We're just like similar. First glance, we're people like different are... fonts. Like if you were like seventy five percent blind, you would think that like yeah, yeah. we're the same person. Yeah. But. So it was basically like, I don't know. You just. I feel like it all started at church when all the girls were your age and I was the little sister. So I just like yeah. tagged along with your group, which is fine, but. I got, also, I wasn't the nicest sister growing up, but not, it was nothing like. It was pretty traumatic at times, but I also, it caused me to be a, I'm a pretty sensitive person. Um, Like I take things, I notice when people don't care. And so, I don't know, I think everyone compared me to Morgan and they're just like, oh, like your sister would wear that. or You look like your sister, you sound like your sister. And so then once I kind of hit middle school and Morgan began to get really pretty, Thanks, bro. <laughs> it took her till high school. <laughs> no, no, but for it real, really I don't know why she's saying middle school because I was literally so ugly from seventh grade to like no, pretty I'm much about when I was in middle school. Oh, so okay, you're high school. okay, no, you're right because yeah. there was like I gave Lauren a chance. There was like a fat three years that I was so <laughs> ugly, so she really had her chance to like be her. I gave her that room, but then I bounced back. So. Yeah, no, and um. Yeah, so it's when Morgan started getting really pretty and popular and being sure of herself is when I... And I was going through, like, that middle school crap, and I liked a boy, and he didn't like me back and stuff, and 
I don't know. I felt like every single insecurity I had was on display and I wasn't good enough because I wasn't loud and I wasn't making dances. And granted, like I'd say stuff and Morgan would turn around and say, you're stupid. And so I'd go, yep, <laughs> Lauren, you're I right, totally... I'm stupid. So I will never speak again. First of all, <laughs> we're not going to get into it. But no, no, no. But I'm Lauren... just saying that's an average older sister thing to do. But I took it as like, oh my gosh, okay, this personality didn't work. Try a new one. Yeah. And so... I just thought, pause. Yeah. I just want to say that Lauren is a, as a child, she is a little. I'm e- a little demon. She's a little evil spawn. So I'm the kind of person who's like, <laughs> "You're a brat." Like I'm gonna say that to your face. But Lauren was the kind of person who would like find my nice jewelry, hide it for seven months until she felt like I had a good behavior, and then she would just magically reappear it. Like she was the slow burn kind of evil. <laughs> In more so was pent up stuff because <laughs> as, as a sister, you just want to wear her clothes. And at times you oh do. Oh my gosh. And she at was, times you come home so and you're she told was... you're not part of your family anymore. <laughs> Look, because you wore all, a red sweatshirt. All of my friends know that my clothes are like my legacy. And yeah. so you just have to ask permission. That's just how it goes. I'm very, I'm very open. You just have to ask. It's yeah. a respect thing. So, but back to what you were saying about your self-worth and comparison. Yeah. yeah. So I basically just compared myself to you my whole entire life. And then when you went to college... Because we were close before you went to college. Lauren and I did not like each other ever until you were a senior. I basically junior and senior year. Like we got along high so school. well. We were we were pretty tight, good friends. Like we actually talked to each other. And then you left, and I was like, oh my gosh, my turn. Yeah. So I ended up trying to take Morgan's friends from her. She did. She I tried succeeded. To, <laughs> mm, did you a little bit? She she had her moment, <laughs> and um. No, but like you would come home and I'd just be like resentful towards you because I was mad that you that she's back like you're on my territory. And um, yeah, I just and Morgan didn't do anything. It's one out of one, baby. There's only one. (laughs) And so how you see how the trauma begins, because I'll do something and Morgan will be like, yeah, but no man will ever forget me (laughs) or no man will ever do it. I'm like, we're all just humans. Lauren, not everyone is replaceable. (laughs) Yeah, I think it just didn't help that my like people used to call me little Morgan and like no one ever really got to know me until I was older. No one really cared to know me until I was older. I don't think that's 100% true. I think Lauren's looking at a certain lens. I mean, I validate what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, if you're looking at yourself as, you, you know, you're comparing yourself to me, yeah. you know, if you took church camp, for example, or like whatever situation and you were out of your way making friends your own age or doing things, you know, if you were more extroverted back then, like maybe you would have yeah. been different. But also I agree, like the cards that you were dealt in that time, you didn't have a lot of friends your own age. No. And I totally knew when you were trying to steal my friends. Um, but, you know. No. Now and we're all just friends. So <laughs> works out great. But, yeah, I think I was more, I was just bitter. I was unhappy that you were able to make friends and I couldn't. I couldn't speak to people. I couldn't do this because I just couldn't. I just, whatever. And that just ended up ending when I changed schools. Because I had to be social and I was like, oh, you can be social and not everyone compares you to your sister. And it is very funny because, you know, when Lauren talks about this resentment toward me and like me having on the friends and this and this, like when Lauren switched, I mean, she made a lot of friends and you were popular and a lot of boys liked you. And so it's just it's just funny how when you're so hyper focused on one situation that like when you're pulled into a different circumstance, like a whole different outcome can happen. Oh my gosh, know? yeah. And I, I honestly, like, changing schools, for me, 
changed everything about my social status in life just being able to speak to people and not being afraid of it and obviously like I've excelled much more since then but yeah I've gotten to be very social I think at home I kind of shut it all off but I truly am like annoyingly social at work I'd say that's good yeah yeah I get told to be quiet a lot but good for you Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a good trait. <laughs> yeah. We love we love a family full of social butterflies. Yes. Um, so obviously, you know, on the podcast we we uncover the truth. You know, nothing is too far gone. So relationship status, I mean, how are the Minnesota boys? Are you what exactly are you saying? Like what are you looking for, I guess? And if like what are you looking for? And then mm-hmm. if you are looking for something, what kind of person are you looking for yeah um moved to minnesota met nobody um was a little discouraged about that a bit well it's viking territory so <laughs> what were you expecting I, was, <laughs> I really was like i was like hockey boys everywhere i go turns out that wasn't true but um no i think looking wise i i personally don't trust my own judgment i think i just need to have a guy who's like i'm gonna pursue you i see your value yada 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 because i if i get bored i'll be like oh my gosh that guy picked up trash he's got to be a good person and it's never correct and it's like court ordered so (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh only two duis (laughs) lucky me (laughs) what a king (laughs) that's not even a joke no i'm I'm very lauren was telling me some of the things that these guys do when she like takes them on dates and i am like bro this is so icky like that's like they're pretty funny stories but they're also like i'm not picking the cream of the crop i'm like oh my gosh and it's more so just i'm intimidated to go for a guy that but what are you looking for what are you looking for i'm like i don't know i would love to just be in love I'd love to experience some guy liking me and pursuing me and me not having to take care of him. I think I, I'm a very, I tend to just want to nurture people and I let myself get taken advantage of unknowingly too. Like I don't think people mean to do it, but I Or they do. Or they do, you know, some people crazy, but I don't know. I've never actually had a guy, I think, make me feel like a book does or a movie does and i know people are like oh my gosh but that yeah i mean there are there's a reason why songs exist and i don't know like books are written about people and like i think that exists i just i haven't met someone where i'm like oh my gosh right life is crazy like how did we meet yeah like i have friends like that but so you're ready are you saying like you're ready to kind of settle down or only if it was like the person Right. I'm like, I have no biz. I really don't have any desire to just like date a guy just to be like, oh yeah, we're hanging out. Yeah. I just like don't care enough. And I mean, I, I, I'm a mess. I don't, I can't do just like where things don't mean things. Yeah. I will talk myself out of it and annoy the guy until he doesn't like me anymore. Yeah. So as you can see, like Lauren and I are kind of in different stages right now. A little bit. A little bit. I'm kind of out here, and she's kind of in there. But well, not that, like, I'm looking for this full-blown, like, serious relationship. No, but, but if it were to happen, I'm not going to shut it down. Right. So if you're looking for something like that, you know, let it come to you. Yeah. Put your energy into your work and the things you want to do and just love life. And trust, much the, trust God in the process. Much easier said than done. For sure. For sure. But I, there's so much power in knowing what you want. Oh, Yeah. Well, that's half the battle no it really is and it really like i don't know when i got like this well no i was talking to you about this earlier but 
ever since moving, every room I go in, I'm like, oh my gosh, who are the hottest guys? What did you like? And like, I'll see men and they don't bat an eye at me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so I'm the problem. Glow up time. Do this, right. do this. And then I'll just like do nothing. I told Lauren too. I was like, this is something that's natural. You know, as women, we're constantly, I mean, you're Instagram, TikTok, yeah. you're comparing yourself to the other ex. You're comparing yourself to so many women. Have, everything is half plastic surgery. And it's just kind of that thing where, you know, you, you can't make see someone your value. You know, you can't make yeah. someone see your value. You can't make someone appreciate you and love you correctly. So it's just like that thing where you have to do it for yourself. You yeah. have to believe the things. You have to live them out. And really, like, if you want someone to pursue you, you have to let them come to you. Yeah. And, and so. I don't know. I definitely. I just. I know. Like, I also. I would love for it to be the time. But I think at I don't think it is the time. Right. I really don't have that much free time. Yeah. And what are a few things you're looking for in a dude, though, low key? Oh, I need someone to make me laugh. Yeah. Like when I was. I are you know. okay with like kind of a short king or? I'll taller than me. Um, I don't. I'm not like picky, picky. Yeah. I do love a dirty blonde. Well, always love a dirty blonde. I like athletic, but not like crazy. Yeah. Like not my brother. Not so. I'm not a big gym rat person. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think, like, too many muscles grosses me out. But, like, go for whatever you're into. Do whatever you need to. Right. But, um, I don't know. Someone who's... I don't I've met so many guys who have no opinions on anything. And I would love for someone to have thoughts. Yeah. That's a big one for me. Have thoughts. <laughs> have thoughts. Somebody write that down. I'm just no, <laughs> honestly, like, if you're going to, like, want to hang out with me, at least think of something where I'm like, yeah. oh, like, you want to plan something cool? And they're like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. I, if I hear that one one more time, I'm going to block okay, someone. Okay, well, I kind of do that sometimes, but... Whatever. No, but if the guy is planning something with me and, like, right. I'd love to take you out, oh, what do you want to do? Whatever you want. Yeah. That's not attractive There's no to me. effort. Yeah, for sure. No, and I think... <laughs> there's a lot of things we're leaving in 2022. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, honestly, I just... I love when people just, like, get me. Like, I just click with certain people, and it's a great time. I really... I value just being, like, someone who has strong morals, strong values, hardworking funny i just love to laugh yeah like i someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously either i don't enjoy like a narcissist or anything like i don't know who does enjoy narcissists, but sure yeah so just a mildly transition so you mentioned some of the things you went through as being a middle kid you mentioned what it's like having an older sister who's like gorgeous and hot i'm just kidding <laughs> see this is no, no we're you, not gonna get into it you mentioned you know having some, someone who is very you know bold as an image so if someone is a middle kid right now and they're feeling the same exact way you are what would be the advice you would give to that person i would definitely um get to know yourself i think i would say get to know yourself and know that it's okay not to be like your siblings and i think people like to compare you to your siblings because it's just easy to do but i used to think as being shy is such a weakness but listening is such a greatness. Like yeah. listening is massive strength. One of the the biggest strengths, and I think I learned a lot of that and observing about. I mean, not to get on your horse, but there were fights that Morgan had that I was like, okay, never bring that up around mom. Like, okay, <laughs> never, don't do that. I so, cracked every code for Lauren. So, but I mean, you also get to observe of like okay i watched my sister just like a guy and it ended up what did she, what happened like i don't know and i think yeah i'd be just i'm a, a very aware of things um but i would just say that shyness is not a weakness and if you feel alone it's okay sometimes to yeah 
because I'd rather feel alone than feel crowded with people who don't love me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and not that your parents don't love you or whatever, but maybe tell them you need more time. Nobody with brought up the parents, but like, okay. But I think with middle kids, that's what people think. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like you're the one that gets love. I mean, I only got forgotten from church once. And that's normal for all past or all church good kids. parents forget their yeah. kids at least once. And I, ca- <laughs> I was playing Candy Crush in my room, so it's okay. I understand. But it happens. I don't know. I don't, but I don't think I was the average middle kid where I felt left out a lot because I hung yeah. out with dad and mom a lot. I just yeah. didn't hang out with you and Tyler a lot. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> and Lauren and I could not be more different yeah. from the T. Like we opened our Christmas presents, and I'm so like color scheme neutrals black white red grays and lauren is like polka dots with purple but just like certain things like you know well i I, my brother and i have a more similar closet than lauren and i she wants she went to stanley cup i don't want anything like that like we're just complete polar opposites and just our genetic makeup and things that we like and we enjoy well i think that's why i had such a hard time people would compare us because i was like I'm nothing like you. Yeah. So I was like, you're only seeing Morgan. I just look like her. Right. Like, I mean, we truly have like barely any of the same interests. Yeah. 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 We do have the same type though, kind of. I just <laughs> all those bagels do. <laughs> but moving on from that. Um, yeah. So as 2023 is now arriving, you know, and you've, you've entered this new era, you've moved places, you're having this job, you're in this season. I think honestly, you've kind of mentioned that at least the vibe I'm getting is that you kind of want to work on yourself to the point where you want to feel really ready that when that person comes in your life and they're pursuing you and they are ready to go that you're like a healed ready person yeah but what is what would you say is your biggest goal of 2023 and something that you kind of would love to accomplish I would really love to learn how to manage my stress I think um, since moving, you know, I'm in charge of all my bills, majority. Thank you, mom and dad. And um, Bless just, up. Yeah, for real. And there were weeks where I was very, very stressed. And I don't want to live like that very much. Like, I didn't yeah. use my time properly. I would let my room get trashed or, like, let things happen. And I just think as an adult, I need to just be taking that more seriously because it does affect everything you do. Yeah. And I would also love to learn how to be actually patient and not just talk about it. That's good. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm like, oh, next step, next step, next step. And it's like, sometimes it's okay to just be in your life working and growing and letting things flourish. Like, everything in me wants to be like, all right, where's the next place we're going? Or how do I excel in this and this? And it will come in time. Yeah. I just need to be patient. And I hate being patient. (laughs) I think that's something for me. Like, I'm such a dreamer and I'm such a planner in the sense where I want to know what I'm doing in five years. Yeah. But every time I think about a dream, I think about who I'm around. And I think, well, man, half the people that I'm with right now are going to be settled down, married somewhere else. So it's like every time I try to navigate and dream for my future, I have to remind myself to relish in the present because I don't know if I get to have that fun experience with my best friend or the people next to me or all those things, you know. And so it's kind of like as quick as we are to just plan and do the fun things we want to do. There's a beautifulness in the present moment. Oh, no. I think we have a brother coming. Tyler, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Yes. 
Get It's not like no one's watching it. Like I'll have to edit this out. Please get out of the frame. I want to watch TV. Tyler, can you just We're almost done. give us like ten minutes and we'll be done? Okay, anyways, but there's a beautifulness in the present of just yeah. taking control and loving what you're doing in the moment. Well, I love to think about it because, like, when am I going to be 21 again, living with my best friends in a crappy apartment where anything can break? And you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And just making friends with all my neighbors and just doing stupid stuff. Right. And it's not like we're all not being adults, but it's also we have watch New Girl all together and just yeah. laugh. And it's like, I. I didn't know how much I was missing that last year. So what would you say are just a few things that you struggle with? Because my podcast knows that they know all my struggles. They know the things yeah. that are just hard for me to manage on the daily. So what are a few things that are hard for you to kind of manage on your daily? What to manage? Yes. Uh, anxiety has been a big thing for me. I got on medication for it my senior year, and that actually really changed my life. I had never known you could just walk into a room and not want to, like, explode and so that has helped me immensely um i also deal with a bit of depression that just kind of runs in our family as well but i ever since moving i haven't had a day where i can't get out of bed and that's a big victory for me yeah where i haven't had that since i was 12 and yeah so i think those were the two things which is pretty like a lot of people deal with but yeah i I'm pretty secure and, you know, we have a purpose. We're doing life and all of that sort of things. I don't have a bad relationship with food. I do think, like, I view myself worse than I am. But I feel like that's almost human nature. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing some of those struggles. Yeah, for sure. Is there any way you kind of want to attack any of those in this next year or anything? Um, yeah, so actually I finished school in May and I don't have a lot of time right now, but I am going to pursue some therapy because I do think I have a lot of stuff I've just never dealt with. And there's a reason why I like, honestly, it's really bad. But if I don't look good or did I not presentable that day, I don't feel valued. And I think that just stems just from years of stuff or years yeah. of just finding my value and what guys would say about me and stuff. And I mean, that's a journey, but obviously that's a lie. You know? Oh, it is, yeah. And I had, like, a realization, like, a couple months ago where I was like, I truly don't feel good if I gain weight or if I do this and yeah. stuff like that, where it's like, I'm still, I'm, it's not about any of that. Right. But, yeah, I really want to, like, just dive into that. And there are things, I think, with the topic of men that I am bitter about. So, I would love to release those yeah. and just let that go. And, like, I have issues where I think guys don't mean anything they say. Because I've had guys not mean anything they say to me. Right. And it's very hard to compartmentalize that and be like, oh, no, this guy's actually been nice to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something that I've dealt with this past year as well, you know? And I always just, like, think they're hypersexualizing me. And so, like, I Most of them are. Yeah. So. so, like, my first thought is, like, oh, this guy wants me on a date. I'm not sleeping with him. I'm not talking to him. I'm not doing this. When, like, they, he literally just said hi to me. Yeah. And that's, like, okay, obviously you need to know your standards and morals, but take a step back. Like, yeah, and you have to give people a chance. Yeah. I'm very bad at that. Well, like, but friend-wise, I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> For sure. And I mean, one, everyone knows Keeping Up With Cash is a pro-therapy type of podcast. I yes. mean, 100%. I think everyone should go at some point in their life or just have a mentor they can really deep down and talk to. Two, I mean, our value comes from God. You know, we yeah. are made in His image. And so there's just so many things where so many women specifically or men find all of their value in their appearance or 
how many people they've been with or their mistakes they made or things from the past. And it's like, if you really surrender yourself to Mm -hmm. God and you find your value in that, and then you even like put in the work to become the person you want to be. I mean, looks are not everything you no, know not the at heart, all. you can be so attractive and charming and fun but deep down like you're not a good person because you you don't know what you're doing yeah. you're rude you're mean you're have bad intentions like you know the truth will always come out and the heart is a true reflection and so it's it's exciting that you're acknowledging you know you're being self-aware of you need help and i mean it's a journey yeah and it takes a while and i just know for me just even in the past the past six months like how much i've just grown in my own trust and my own you know being able to open and i'm just so excited to be in my little era of like oh i just can't wait to get to know people and do me and do whatever i want and like it's it's fun you know but also being intentional and not trying to hurt anyone and so it's exciting because i there's elements of your story that i've related to and that i've been in and at 21 too yeah so it's kind of interesting to see you kind of go through the same thing well i think even it's hard for me at least to see guys adore a girl and like be a good boyfriend to someone and just think why not me right and be like oh like he's attractive he actually doesn't have all these red flags and he likes her yeah and he's not gonna leave her Right. Like, that's a concept to me that I have such a hard time understanding. Yeah. Where I just think everything, like, when I'm intimidated, it always gets taken away from me. And so I'm like, okay, cool. We go for the boys who probably won't even call me back, but we both don't care. Like, it's. And I was telling Lauren, too, like, there's such an element of, and this took me forever to learn, but really being like, I'm okay Mm -hmm. if all you guys leave me and it's just me yeah and that's something that that is really hard to do as a woman because we're always like oh we need we need but we can't be alone we can't we can't do anything alone i can't eat at a restaurant alone nah have you ever done that that's so fun like yeah there's so many things and so definitely i feel like therapy would be good for you for sure but also thank you you know just (laughs) for sure but like definitely just taking all of those steps i mean it's the only way is up is to take the four million steps yeah i don't want to put any of this on someone else right i just don't i know i have stuff i have to deal with and and there's one of those things too where i think i'm always kind of single because i know this standard of like what i want and so many times i have been like why not me every guy that i vibe with or this and this is like married or something like that and as of right now like i'm not really looking for a relationship but i know that if i'm faithful to god and i'm faithful to the things in life like there's going to be that top tier guy because oh, yeah. why would he not have the best for me, you know? And so it's just kind of one of those things where if you believe God, you have to trust that that's going to happen and that's going to be for sure. The, the best is going to happen no matter what, you know? And so, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Well, thanks sis for coming along. Well, um, <laughs> Lauren and I love each other, but we also hate each other. So, but I think it's funny to talk like a frat guy. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, thank you for coming on this chaotic episode. Uh, my d- brother definitely tried walking through here, and so that was the whole thing. Um, I fly out tomorrow. Um, I love airports more than people. I'm just kidding. Um, but I seriously love airports so much because it's just like a hub of talkative people who are here for a good time, not a long time. Uh, <laughs> That's so incorrect. So I always it's drive in. It's a place to travel. I love the airport vibe and I'm trying to make 4 million friends tomorrow. So as we close every single show, 
Uh, before we do my final thing, Lauren, what is your favorite song, favorite quote, and what do you want your legacy to be? Lauren kind of, this is tough because I usually like give my people like a heads up, but not. No, I asked her too. And she said, did no, you? I said, do I need to prepare anything? Oh, I didn't even hear you. That's crazy. I texted you. <laughs> oh, I didn't see your text. <laughs> you said no. <laughs> okay. Favorite oh, that's song. Tough. Oh, Morgan. Come on, Lauren. Just hurt. You like music. Just like I say do. something. Just like, say something. Like favorite. I don't. Just favorite song. Of all time, Heatways by Glass Animals. One hundred percent. No. Well, I like that one a lot. That's a. I mean, yeah. Um, Sometimes I know. Just sing it. Just well, pick pick a song. I'm Lauren. not gonna just sing on your podcast. <laughs> Lauren likes to sing all the time, but apparently not on the pod. Oh, come on, you're. I have to go to bed soon. Come I on. I know. I'm really trying to think. It's been a really long day. Fine. The first song on top of your head. Um. Well, I'm, this is not my favorite song, but I've been really into Crimson and Clover. Okay. I've been singing it a lot in my apartment when no one's home. Which one? What specific song? The song is called Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> you were speaking like they were like a group or no, something. No, the song is Crimson. And <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to the next thing. What is your favorite quote? Um, also not prepared for this one. Yeah, you really didn't help me at all. Okay, so Lauren, you can, you're can. you a big girl now. You live in Minnesota now. You can handle this. <laughs> yes, you just live by all these quotes every day. Um, Life's a garden. Dig it. That was mine. Um, I think... This might be from New Girl. <laughs> Just say it. I did like when the guy Ryan said, you don't... Uh, oh, sorry, let me re, re, rewind. <laughs> I was about to do that. <laughs> Just say the quote, okay. Lauren. It was the one where he was like, I live every day because I, that day could be the day of my life. Well... <laughs> period or something else in the bible and i just appreciate no thank you that's pretty good i mean you kind of chucked it up a little bit i there, did I'm, but yeah the vibe of it came across i don't love to be put on the spot like this i usually am funnier but i think Ooh. we're being serious so this is really hard for me as an entertainer you should be ready at all times no but i'm not good at being serious <laughs> okay well next question what do you want your legacy to be um i want to be the legacy of the most genuine kindness you can meet. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but no. No, continue. Yeah. Like, that's it. But <laughs> no, but no, like, that's good. That's beautiful. I would just like to be. You're so mean to no, me. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I just want to be a, like a breath of fresh air for people because yeah. I want to be who I didn't have when I was older. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think truly if I can give a part of myself to anyone and it can be my kindness and I really don't have any room for hate towards people. It's good. I just want to help. And That's so nice. it is very nice. It's a good legacy. And I would like to be known as the girl that helped people. And not little Morgan. Yeah, I got called that for a couple summers, as you can tell. There was one time Lauren embraced it, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, but, and then our brother's name like, is Tyler, and they called me Big Tyler, and that was the last straw. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was so bad. I do think that was I'm a very easy to make fun of person, which is, like, fine with me. Like, it's just, like, that's how my comedic relief goes off until you hit a nerve, and then I'll go in my room and cry. But yeah. And Morgan just loves those nerves. <laughs> Don't Lauren's not this little sweet innocent girl either. She likes to she likes to poke the bear. Um, well, thank you, Lauren, for coming on here. I, I did see you wrote what's your favorite book. No, I didn't. 
You know, just the only hand, answer right? is the Bible. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> okay, Lauren, I love you, but I would literally never ask you what you're <laughs> <laughs> like, are you I don't even remember. Love in other words, like, <laughs> guys. The only book that I read is if the Bible, so don't any- even come at me. Like I don't like to. I'm my attention span is not good enough to read a whole book. If like anyone I just has can't. any interest in dating me, read the book, become that guy. Okay, and then please ignore everything my sister is saying at this time. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> it's not pursuing at all anyways let's move on lauren you're thank you so much for being on the podcast i really appreciate you i feel like you your guys mic didn't is get turning to know. off i feel like you guys didn't get to know my personality well enough and i feel very boring i'm not i'm very fun this is just too serious are you convincing them or you <laughs> everybody in the room because i felt like i just asked like i felt like i was like, so much I no i think you did good i think you did fine um I'm just, I only listen to funny podcasts. We're pretty much still rolling. So (laughs) thank you, Lauren, for coming on the pod. Um, You know, it's been a crazy ride. Um, Everyone, I just want to say again to my listeners, this, we're coming up to my one year and it's so exciting. And just the amount of like love and support. Shout out to my girl, Jackie Z for bringing me some dope merch. Just like all of my friends. Um you know everything going on like every kind word every text every follow every repost like every little thing that people do does not go unseen 100% matters and makes a difference and so I just want to say like thank you so much for any kind of you know comment or like everything you do means so much to me and the podcast and so keeping up with cash loves you and i love you and i'm just very thankful the pod party is coming up soon so obviously it's another thing to you know freak out and stress about um and i can't wait for the next solo pod to drop it like it's hot uh lauren and i do love each other this podcast might have seen a little spicy but no, i think we real we hug and we kiss and Not that's just <laughs> but we i do like to pride i like to pride myself on being very honest with morgan and sometimes i tell her that i didn't ask for the honesty (laughs) and i try to send back to the original user but anyways we're gonna end on a good note um if you ever relate to anything that lauren and i say and you ever want to like reach out to either of us or say anything like both of our dms are open and we always love to chat so we hope you guys have an amazing 2023 and that you let things come to you and that you trust god and we're all we're all out here working on ourselves and our own things and don't be afraid to set boundaries oh my gosh we're all learning lord is (laughs) mm, that's what our fight was about with boundaries (laughs) oh my gosh okay all right i'm so sorry for real okay Bye. bye